Hello, I'm Derek Walker, the pastor of the Oxford Bible Church. And today I want to share a special message that I believe will, is simple but will help you a great and to help you live life to the fullest and give you wisdom in your living. And it's this simple principle that God has designed us to live one day at a time. It seems obvious, but how do we actually do it? Because so often we are living in the past or we're living in the future, but we're not very, so good at living in the now, giving our all to the now. We're fantasizing about the future or we're nostalgically thinking of better days, but we need to live in the now. Yes, we need to learn from the past, plan for the future, but we need to live, learn to live in the now. Regret, guilt can hold us to the past, sucking the life out of us, uh, and we can spend our time worrying and in fear about the future, uh, about tomorrow. And this stops us giving ourselves fully to the now. We hold ourselves back. And so the past and the future can take the enjoyment out of today. God lives, wants us to live today to the fullest. You, do you realize you can only live in today? There's a lot of time behind us, there's a lot of time ahead of us, but you can only live now. And that sounds obvious, but so many people let their lives go by, dreaming of, of better times in the past or in the future. They never live today. They are not focusing their lives in the now. We need to learn to live one day at a time because a great life is made up of lots of good days. When God created the world, he, he made it for man, including the division of time into days. He separated each day with a curtain called night. Genesis 1.5, it says, God called the light day and the darkness he called night, so the evening and the morning were the first day. Between each day, there's a barrier called night. Darkness falls, the barrier comes down, it's the end of that day, then soon after there is a morning and then a new day. And it's closed off from yesterday and from tomorrow. It's a brand new start. So don't worry about the past, it's past. Don't worry about tomorrow. The future will take care of itself when you get to it. But live for today, one day at a time. That's how God made you. He wants us to focus all our energies into today. And that's the best way you can prepare for tomorrow, is live today well. Think of each day as the start of a new life. The old day is closed off, and you now have a new chance, a new day. Uh, you start each day with a clean sheet. And God says, go, make something of today, live it to the fullest. Don't try and guess what's going to happen in the future. You'll probably get it wrong anyway. The unpredictable keeps happening. But you don't have to worry about it because God is in your tomorrow. And he'll look after you. But he wants you to live today to the fullest. So William Osler was a very famous doctor of his time. He was uh, knighted by the king. And um, he heard something that changed his life by Thomas Carlyle, who said, our main business is not to see what lies dimly in the distance, but to do what lies clearly at hand. And that changed his whole life and was a key to his success. 
You know, when people are young, so, so often when you're eight, you're thinking, oh, how great it would be to be 10. When you're 10, you're thinking how great it'd be to be 12 and then 15. When you're 15, I can't wait till I'm 18. Um, and then it's, I can't wait till I'm married. And then it's, I can't wait till I retire, you know. And so they spend their whole lives wishing and waiting for something better. But real life is to be lived and enjoyed now. Christ is in you now. He's your life. And, you know, one of the major keys for success in sport is that sportsmen have learned to put all their focus in the now. You know, as soon as their mind wanders into their past mistakes or possible future errors that they might make, their consciousness becomes split, it becomes divided. And so they can only give a portion of themselves to the present moment and then they don't perform so well. So they have to learn to focus everything into the now. That's what we need to do. Don't worry about tomorrow or yesterday. Live today to the fullest. And that's what God wants us to, to, to learn to do, to live a strong life that's focused for God in the now. We trust God to deal with the past, put it under the blood of Jesus, and that he is going to provide for us in the future. So we're not going to worry about it. We're going to live today. And so we need to learn how to shut out the sins of the past. And we can do that as Christians because of the blood of Jesus. The blood has, you know, you can't change the past and it's pointless fretting about it, but you can put it under the blood of Jesus. The Bible says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And, and we need to apply this promise and the blood of Jesus to our conscience. You know, God is satisfied with the blood of Jesus. When you confess your sin, God is satisfied with the blood as the full payment for that sin and he forgives you. And so sometimes we have to forgive ourselves. We have to release ourselves you see, by saying, God, you've accepted the blood of Jesus for my sin, so I agree with you, and therefore you are satisfied, and therefore on that basis I forgive myself. And it says that we overcome the accuser by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. We have to declare the, what the blood of Jesus means to us, that the past has been dealt with by the blood of Jesus. Jesus has forgiven me. So I'm not going to be crippled by the past. I'm not going to spend my life looking back at what I should have done. Yes, we learn our lessons from the past. We receive healing from the wounds of the past, but I'm not going to live in the past. I need to close the door on that and move forward into the future. You know, when you fall down physically, you're walking along, you fall down, what do you do? Just lay down in the, gr in the, in the ground? No, you get up, you brush yourself off. And that's, that's a bit like you get back on your feet, you confess your sin, you receive your forgiveness, and then you look ahead and you walk forwards. And when you're walking forwards, you don't keep looking back at where you fell, otherwise you're going to fall again. You're, gonna, you're not going to walk straight. You're gonna be, your progress will be paralyzed. You're still trapped in the past. No, you've got to let that go now and move into the future full speed. And so we can also not be as it were, having to worry about the future or try and work out what's going to happen in the future because God has gone ahead of you into your future and he has made provision for your future. That's what provision means, to see ahead and 
provide for your future. And so that's what we have to do. Like, like sportsmen, we have to, our, all our consciousness has to be in the present moment. So we've got to let go of the past and we've got to let go of fantasizing into the future, but we need to focus everything into the now. That's the best way you can prepare the for the future. And Paul compares our life to, the, to a race. We are running a race. Philippians 3.12. He says, not that we've already attained or already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not consider myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things are, are, are ahead. I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this attitude. And if anything you think otherwise, God will show it to you. In other words, this is the attitude. To succeed in life, we've got to have that attitude where we, all our focus, all our energy is, is focused on, on, the, on, on the next step. And um, otherwise... We will, all our energy will be sucked out of our life because we're living in yesterday or tomorrow. And so Paul again, he says, forgetting those things which are behind. But, and th this word, remember and forget, are key biblical words. To, it's talking about what's going on in the forefront of your mind, your conscious mind, because that governs your experience and your actions now. It's kind of like what's open on, the, on your desktop, on your computer. The documents that are open, that's what's on your conscious mind. Of course, there's a lot more underneath. So it matters a lot what you focus your conscious mind on. And if Paul had focused his attention on his past sins persecuting the church, he would be paralyzed in condemnation. And so although he did that, and he couldn't change the past, he is released by forgiveness from those past sins. And he says, I forget those things that are behind because I need to give everything to follow Christ now. And it's wonderful that God has forgotten our sins. Isaiah 43, 25, he says, I, even I, am he, him who blots out your transgressions for my name's sake, <coughs> and I will not remember your sins. In other words, God will not bring your sins to the front of his mind. It does not affect how he relates to you. Praise God. As far as he's concerned, he's forgotten them. And he wants you to forget them too, so that you can give your full attention to him and give him your love and live your life now. And so we actually have to forget the positive things too. Sometimes people rest on their achievements. And so they, they content themselves with the good feelings of remembering the, the things they've done. And that means they're not living now. They're living in the past. So Paul says, I, I forget those things that are past, whether they're, you know, good or, or not so good. So that like an athlete, we put all our energy into the now. Also, we shouldn't be looking to the side at other people, to, you know, people running with us to see if I'm running faster than them or not, and therefore govern my life by them. I should be living my life fully unto Christ. And, and it's a mistake to be comparing yourself to other people because that brings distraction, it brings 
inferiority or superiority. You know, this is what Paul is saying in 2 Corinthians 10.12. For we dare not class ourselves or compare ourselves with those who commend themselves, Paul says, but they, measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves, are not wise. You see, it's not wise to, be, to compare, to be competitive. See, all these things are diverting our consciousness from, from our focus of living our life to the glory of God right now. And the Bible says a double-minded man whose consciousness is split between the past, the future, uh, other people, um, says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways and he will not receive anything from the Lord. That's James. And so the Bible says we are to lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily ensnares us and run with endurance the race that is set before us looking unto Jesus. Praise God. And so we've got to let go of the weights of yesterday's guilt, tomorrow's anxieties. You know, imagine a runner with a heavy weight on their back. He, he won't be able to do that. And also it says we must run with patience, run with endurance, the race that's set before us. We each have a different race set before us, but we have to run it with patience. We, you can't jump to the finishing line. You have to run it one lap at a time, one day at a time. And God knows the timings of your life, so trust him. He knows how you should pace yourself. And he'll show you and lead you one day at a time. He's not going to tell you what to do, you know, in a year's time. He'll tell you what he wants you to do today. And every lap is important because it builds a foundation for the next lap and future lap laps. You see, what you do now, the habits you form, the wisdom you receive today, the prayers you pray today, the scriptures you read today, will be important for you later on down the line. And so you might be dreaming of some wonderful future that you'll have one day, but if you don't live in God's will today, you won't be in a position later for, for, for that. God knows the end from the beginning. He knows where your life is going. He knows what needs to happen in your life today for his ultimate purpose to be fulfilled. So look to him for guidance today. Let him show you what you should do today. Do it to your best and he will put it all together in the grand scheme of your life. You see, you build the house of your life one brick at a time, one day at a time. Every brick is important. You know, if you just sit around, how wonderful it will be when the, when the roof has been built and uh, you're imagining decorating all the rooms, but you never lay a brick on brick, you'll never see that dream. And every day, like every brick, is important. And God has a plan and purpose for it. Even your most boring day has a place in the overall building of your life. So tr give every day to God. Trust it to him and do what God tells you to do. And he'll take all your separate days and he'll build them together into a wonderful life for his glory. And so the thoughts that you let rule your life today will become attitudes and actions that will form into habits that will become your character and that will determine your destiny and your eternal glory. So every day is important. Psalm 118 says, this is the day that the Lord has made. What is the day the Lord has made? This is the day, today, not tomorrow, but today. And it says, we shall be glad and rejoice in it. See, it's probably the thing we should say at the first start of the day. This is the day the Lord has made. 
God's given me this day. And uh, we mustn't take it for granted. He says, this is the day the Lord has made, therefore let us be glad and rejoice in it. In other words, we are to rejoice in today. And uh, it, that means we don't waste our life dreaming of some rosy future or nostalgically looking into the past, but we're to live in today, we're to rejoice in today. You know, and that can, can be hard sometimes, but that's how God wants us to live. And, um, you know, think of today as a special day. God's given it to me today. Uh, he wants us to rejoice in it. That means he wants to, to give it our all. Uh, our life should be wholehearted. As Colossians 3 says, whatever you do, do it heartily, with all your heart, as to the Lord, to glorify God, not to men. And that means start the day with praise and worship. Worship him with all your heart. Thank him for the day. Rather than if you wake up on Monday morning, think, oh, I can't wait till Saturday. Well, in your mind, you've just wasted five days. You've devalued those days. But even Monday is a gift from God. So thank God for, the, for each day. It's created by God. And that means God has got a plan for each and every day. The, the Bible says that we are his workmanship, created for good works, that God has prepared beforehand for us to walk, walk in. So every day God has planned good works for us to walk in those. And so don't assume you know what God wants for, for each day. Commit each day to the Lord and give God the opportunity to speak to you and guide you that day. And dedicate the day to, to God and believe that something good is going to happen to you today. Praise God. And, you know, we should declare over each day. God's given me this day. I, by God's grace, I'm going to make this a special day. I will rejoice in God's provision today. And Lord, I thank you that this is a victory day today. Thank you for divine appointments today. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to be blessed today. I'm going to be a blessing to others. Thank you, Lord, that, uh, that for your healing today, for your strength today, that you guide me today, that you give me your wisdom today. That's a good way to start the day. And, and just, you know, live one day at a time. Give today all, take God's hint. He wants you to let go of yesterday and give everything to today. Praise God. Do you realize that the burdens of yesterday and tomorrow added to the burdens of today are too much even for a strong person? It's going to wear you out. You weren't designed to carry all of that. God gives you the grace, and this is an important truth. God will give you the grace for today and, not, and that's all. He's not going to give you the grace for tomorrow today. Um, so you can handle the problems of today because the grace is there for it. It's pointless worrying about tomorrow because you won't have the grace for tomorrow. And God showed that in Exodus 16 with the daily manna. The manna from heaven came every morning and it wouldn't keep to the next day. And God was teaching them a spiritual lesson that they had to trust him on a day-by-day -day basis. The manna, the grace, the provision that he had for them was for each day. And, and so they had to learn to trust God's provision each day. So each day we come to God and we receive our daily manna, our daily grace for the day. And we live each day by his grace. And when 
you might say, well, what about tomorrow? All the things I've got to do tomorrow. Well, when you come to tomorrow, his grace will be there for tomorrow. And therefore, you're not wasting all your time today and your energy worrying about tomorrow because you don't have the grace for that right now. So God is a now God. He lives in the now and his grace is given to you right now. Today is the day of salvation. And that's why Jesus told us to pray in Matthew 6, 11, give us this day our daily bread. You see, in other words, the, the bread from heaven, the grace from heaven is, comes daily to be received daily. And so God has blessings assigned to you each day and each day you are to receive and come and receive your daily bread. Okay, and sometimes we want to receive all the blessing that we're going to need for the next year. Then we don't need to bother God anymore. But it doesn't work that way. God, what you need for today, God will give you today. And what you need for tomorrow, he will give you tomorrow. So it's pointless worrying about it. God has grace for you every day. So it's a good prayer. Lord, give me today your daily, my daily healing, my daily wisdom. Praise God. And I love Lamentations 3.22. It says, His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. So in other words, there's a fre fresh set of blessings for you every morning. You know, you can't receive the, his blessings for the next year just one day at a time. Receive the blessings you need each morning. They are new every morning. That means God is faithful. That means every morning he'll give you the grace that you need for that day. Great is his faithfulness. And so God has a special plan for each day and, and you don't know it in advance. And each plan for each day is going to fit into his overall plan for your life. So the best thing you could do is live today to the fullest. Lay hold of God's grace and his blessing for the day and live it to the fullest and that's the best way you can prepare for tomorrow. Praise God. And the Bible says, roll your burdens on the Lord and he will sustain you. Cast all your cares on him for he cares for you. So don't get caught up worrying about tomorrow. Oh God, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Just trust God that he's in your tomorrow. Give yourself to today. Uh, okay. And then you'll, he'll be there in your tomorrow. So shut the doors on yesterday. Shut the doors on tomorrow and live today to the fullest. One philosopher said, my life has been full of all kinds of terrible events and tragedies, most of which have never happened. In other words, we, we imagine and we anticipate what the worst things that could happen. And we try, in our minds, we try and face those problems and overcome them. And we waste precious time and energy because most of them aren't, don't happen. And we think, why did I worry about that? You know, you can worry about how, what am I going to do in the future? What if, what if I get tested and tempted and all that in the future? And he said, don't worry about that. Live one day at a time. Love him today with all your heart. You can do that, can't you? Just today, love God, glorify God. And you, you know what? That will be the best preparation for you tomorrow because you will become stronger through that. You'll have more of the Holy Spirit in you as a result. And, and you will have a stronger faith in God. And that's how you prepare for tomorrow. If you're worried about your health for the future, well, just today, lay hold of God's healing for today. And that will strengthen you for tomorrow. 
by all means plan for the future, but don't worry about it. Live today to the fullest. That's the best preparation for the future. Jesus said in Matthew 6, he said, don't be like the heathen, they're always worrying about tomorrow. He says instead, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. What he's saying is don't worry about tomorrow. Live for God now, put God first right now and then all these things will be added to you. Everything that you need in the future, all these things will be added to you. They'll be there for you when you need them. He says, if you could put God first now. Then he went on and he said, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. In other words, you can deal with those things tomorrow and God's grace will be there for you. He says, sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Every day has its challenges, but the grace of God will be there for you. But the grace of God is not there for you to try and overcome tomorrow's problems. So just keep, he says, limit your challenges and your problems to what is ahead of you right now. Don't get worn out by dividing your consciousness into tomorrow and yesterday. All right. So Psalm 35 says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. That's the, how God works. You might have a really tough day. You might be weeping when you go to sleep, um, but you commit yourself to the grace of God. And when morning comes, the joy will come again in the morning. There'll be a new strength from God, a new grace from God in the morning. And, and you, can, you can close the door on that last day. How do you have a great year? It's made up of 365 days. Each is a building block. Take each day, one at a time. Make that day great. And God will build them together into a great life. Psalm 90.12, he says... Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. And, and this can mean count the days. Realize you only have a certain number of days. Therefore, don't waste them. Make the most of them. And it also means number our days means appoint, determine, ordain the day. In other words, take charge of the day. Seize the day for God. Don't, otherwise, it, it, will get, it will just drift by and it will be wasted. That's what it means in Ephesians 5.16. He says, redeem the days, sorry, redeem the time for the days are evil. You know, because we live in a fallen world, if we don't take charge and redeem the day, put it under the blood of Jesus, commit it to God, put it under his sovereignty and his blood, they'll tend to be wasted because you just let it drift by in passivity. So don't waste it in guilt of the past, worry of the future. Rather, take charge of the day, dedicate it to God, and take grip, grasp the day, and live it for God. Focus on living in the now. Close off the few, the, the few, tomorrow and yesterday, give everything to the day, and that is the heart of wisdom. Seize the day, redeem the time. Thank you, Lord, for giving us today. This is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to live for you today. I'm going to trust you with my past under the blood of Jesus. I'm going to trust my future to you because you're in my future. And I thank you for giving me a great day today. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for watching. Join with us at Oxford Bible Church every Sunday at 11 a.m. Greenwich Mean Time for our live stream service. Or join us at Cheney School Headington, Oxford, OX3 7QH.
You can watch more of our teachings on our Roku channel and Derek Walker's YouTube channel. All Derek Walker's books are available in printed and Kindle versions in all Amazons worldwide or online with other great products where you can also support our programs at www.oxfordbiblechurch.co.uk or by calling 01865 515 086.